Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Lisa H., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Tennessee. Today is Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today we're reading from the big book, and we are in the chapter Into Action on page 84. We'll be reading and commenting on two sentences only this morning, beginning the sixth line from the top that begins our whole attitude and ends economic security will leave us. Today's readers, and thank you for your service in May. Um, This morning, the 12 Steps, Carmela G., the 12 Traditions, Joni C., um, readers of the text, Vanessa G., Katie G., and Ramona A., Our newcomer greeter is Anne-Marie M., and our second-hour host is Christine G. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, May 30th, 2023, for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, it's 20,304. That's 20,304. And for the 10 a.m. Meeting, it's 20,305. That's 20,305. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Carmela G. to please read the 12 steps. Thank you. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wronged, promptly admitted it. 
11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I pass. Thank you, Carmela G. And I will now ask Joni C. to please read the 12 Traditions. Good morning. This is Joni C., gratefully recovered but not cured in Minnesota. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you, Joni C. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. 
In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 84, the sixth line from the top that begins our whole attitude and ends economic security will leave us. And we'll be commenting on those two sentences only. And I'll now ask Vanessa G. to please begin reading. Good morning, everyone. This is Vanessa G., recovered in New Mexico from compulsive overeating. This is um, Promise 9 and Promise 10. Our whole attitude and outlook on pawn life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. So um, I'm very gratified to be able to share Kate with you on step, I mean, promise nine of this ninth step. Um, you know, those words actually appear somewhere else in the um, big book. Um, it's on page 567 in the appendix two. It says, um, an immediate, it's at the end of uh, paragraph three, there's an immediate and overwhelming, quote unquote, God consciousness followed at once by a vast change in feeling and outlook. And then lower down, further down, it says, often friends of the newcomer are aware of the difference long before he is himself. He finally realizes realizes that he has undergone a profound alteration in his reaction to life, that such a change could have hardly been brought about by himself alone. And then I'm going to skip a sentence, and it says, with few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped an unexpected inner resource, which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. So that's um, promise number nine um, sort of more fully explained to me, and that really actually is my experience with having gotten um, through a couple of step nines. Um, I realized that God was doing for me what I could not do for myself, but more importantly, um, I also realized that I was not alone anymore, that I um, was now given a different outlook and um, a different feeling. That feeling um, was my extreme loneliness, my extreme isolation, changed into this place of being cared for and protected by this inner resource, this concept um, that I call God, um, this um, presence in my life. Um, it's caused me to have a profound alteration in my reaction to life and for me to feel um, cared for and protected, safe and protected. And um, it's the biggest thing that has happened to me in this program. You know, and um, it came true exactly as the book promised. Um, the morning after I met uh, with a person that had um, complete, con well, not complete control, but um, who had some measure of uh, control over um, not just my economic security, my livelihood, but my actual freedom. And the morning after I met with him, 
I found myself um, free of those fears. Nothing had changed, you know, in terms of my situation or my relationship with that person, but um, but my attitude and my feeling, and uh, and it that attitude and that feeling, that God consciousness, allowed me to become free of fear. Um, I no one. I appreciate the opportunity to have shared on both of these promises. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa G., for getting us started. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience, too. So if you've shared on any of the vision meetings on Monday or Tuesday, we ask you to hold back this morning. Uh, Who would like to share on what was read? Reva P. Reva. Tina F. Tina, and I think I heard Julie. Yes, R. Uh-huh. Charles H. Kim G. Charles and Kim. Kim G. Pennsylvania. Gotcha, Kim. Anyone else? Okay, this is where we'll start. We have, I have Reva P, Tina S, Julie R, Charles H, and Kim G. Reva P, you're up, followed by Tina S. Good morning. This is Reva P, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. Um, the first line is the one I really want to share on that my whole attitude and outlook will change. Um, and I remember when I first got abstinent, and I worked the steps. I remember going to work and looking at my colleagues and thinking, wow, these are such nice people. Um, And I remember thinking, you know, nothing has changed. My situation and the people are all the same, but they all seem different. They all seem totally different. And I think that is the promise of working the steps. Um, I see things with new eyes because I'm not so blocked with all my plans, designs, how everything should be, resentment, fear. Um, And I start seeing people in situations the way God would see them. Um, And it's always 180 degrees um, opposite, different. Um, So I'm leaving tomorrow uh, for Montreal. It's my mother's unveiling, which is like a memorial um, on Sunday. And I have to say, as I reflect on my attitude and outlook towards my mother, It was all about me and what she could do for me and the sense of entitlement. And I don't think I ever saw my mother as a person. Um, And um, thank you God for recovery and for healing relationships um, and starting to see her the way God would have me see her. And I have to say the more limited and impaired she got and the more step work I did, the closer and more connected I felt with her. Um, And, you know, it wasn't so much um, what she could do for me or what even I could do for her was about how would God have me love my mother? How do I show up for her? And it's continuing now when she's not physically here. And this whole event, I started getting into the whole orchestration of my plans and designs, and we all have to stay here, and it has to go this way, and this one has to come, and that one shouldn't come. (laughs) Thank you, God, for step 10, because stop, 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 
and how would God have this be? This is God's plan um, for honoring my mother. Um, and he decides who comes and how it all goes. And it's so much easier to align myself with this power um, than to keep into that uh, self-run riot. And everything changes. The whole way of looking at things changes. Um, when um, I ask, how would God have me be? How would you know God see all this situation? Um, and uh, wow, what a what a gift to really uh, see my mother with whole new eyes. Um, and with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva P. And Tina S., you're up, followed by Julie R. Thanks so much for your service, Lisa. Tina S., recovered compulsive eater, anorexic in Florida. Yeah, wow. I always love reading the promises. That was a, the attraction when I first came into the rooms with the promises, and um, and they certainly have come true for me over the years, and uh, and they continue to come true. You know, what, what I like about the, the two that were read, you know, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. I love that, that um, initial share I read out of the spiritual experience because, you know, without a power greater than myself, none of this is possible. And that's all it kind of reaffirms in that is that, you know, with this connection and tapping into this source that does for me what I cannot do for myself enables me to live free one day at a time and to experience these promises. And, you know, and my whole attitude and outlook has changed because I totally have changed through the 12 steps, the transformation that comes about through the work, you know, and, so I love that part of it that, you know, that I am a changed person and I see things differently. And this fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. You know, I was told that, you know, for the fear of people and the fear of economic insecurity doesn't mean that it, economic insecurity will leave me. It's the fear of it, you know, that I can do uh, with my higher power what I could never do by myself. And so if I am in some kind of financial or economic in, uh, um, strife or, you know, uh, challenges that, that it's okay, that I can get through. And that's what that all means to me. And the fear of people, you know, people, you know, I can, you know, still have fear about what people think about me or not, but, you know, I just be myself anyway. I have to know that who I am is today is who God would have me be. And I, and I grow in, you know, I grow towards that, ideal for myself and you know it's this is just some great stuff and i love that we're taking them you know two sentences at a time this is a wonderful thing and so i'm really looking forward to all, all the other shares and so with that i'll pass thanks so much thank you tina s and julie r you're up followed by charles h hi thank you julie r recovered compulsive overeater <sighs> and i love how it talks about that we will intuitively you know, a wrong one, right? Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. It doesn't talk about food, right? Because that's already done, right? I mean, we're entirely abstinent. We do what we do to become abstinent. But it's like, how how's my attitude? How am I thinking about life, right? And when life changes, you know, it's kind of like when the rubber meets the road type of thing. Um, and we will fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. So I didn't have the, 
the economic insecurity, you know, financially, it, it, we've always been good, but it was the games that I played with money, right? I mean, when the boys were little, sneaking in money here and there, I would go buy stuff and just not give my husband the receipt. Again, we could afford it, but it was these games that I was playing. Um, I don't do those things anymore, and it's been years. Thank you, God. And it's the result of me having this spiritual awakening, spiritual experience, that I am no longer that same person, that I don't think, act, and do things that I used to do. Um, that's a miracle. I mean, it, it it was like such a huge thing in our marriage, that dishonesty with money. But I just love that our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Um, you know, we all have stuff going on in our life, but it's like, do I handle them like a recovered woman or do I handle them just as an abstinent, chaos-creating human being? And for the most part, it's like I handle them as a recovered woman. I am human, and when I fall short, I have things that I do to prevent me from falling short again. So it's just exciting. It's exciting to um, to be recovered and to accept life, that life is going to change. And the cool thing is, is food never, ever comes to my mind. I never have that thought, oh, my God, I need to eat. I haven't had that um, since I've been absent again three years in January. And thank you, God. But anyway, so I'm just excited to be here and excited to be part of a fellowship that, that we're all have the same goal in life, right, to be of service to others. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Julie R. And Charles H., you're up, followed by Kim G. Hey, good morning, everybody. You know, I had to disconnect from resentment and reconnect to recovery. You know, my whole attitude has changed, not by me talking it, right, because my walking wasn't matching my talking. So I had to disconnect and reconnect. You know, um, like listening to learn and learning to listen, is is, is 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 such a virtue, and um, you know, no longer have do I have to be the coolest or the most popular kid in a mental illness program, you know, and 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 you know, thank God for this mental illness. Like, it can be treated one day at a time, and I detach with love. I don't care what you think about me. I, don't think about me. Don't, because I'm thinking about me, and I'm thinking about others, and. You know, we, you know, I love what it says in the family afterwards. You know, we, we grow by correcting our errors. And I'll close with this and leave some time for other people because it ain't that important. It's been said already. You know, first things first, easy does it, and live and let live. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Charles H. And Kim G., you're up. Hi, this is Kim G, um, recovering compulsive overeater from Pennsylvania. Um, I think what I really loved about this passage is fear of people will leave us. We suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for self ourselves. So <clears throat> I remember when I first um, came in and started talking to fellows. Um, in my daily recovery calls, I just remember thinking, these people totally understand my thoughts. They get me. And look how hard they're trying to be better. And 
just their fearlessness, um, their stories of their miracles, it totally restored my confidence and faith um, to go out in the world and treat people in a loving and kind way. I remember in Bill's story, he says, whenever I'm feeling awful, the first thing I do will just to be to reach out to another fellow and that changes everything. And I have to say that is God helping us help each other. And um, I continue today to learn, but I do know this. I do know that the way that I was afraid of people before where they looked like a snake and I, I didn't feel like I could totally trust them. Now I look again and they're just a stick on the road in the path. Like they are someone and something that I can <clears throat> understand and love because of the people that I see and talk to in this program. And that is all God's use for us loving each other, right? Loving God and loving others is what we're supposed to do. So I just love this. It just struck me that this is happening for me um, every day. You know, I'm still growing, but it is happening every day. And I am grateful for that. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Kim G. And this morning we are on page 84. We're on the sixth line from the top that begins our whole attitude and outlook will change, finishing, ending with economic security will leave us, um, commenting on those two sentences. And who else would like to comment on what was read? Jim S. in Toledo. I heard Jim Sharing Ross Sharing D. Yeah, there's someone. Um, is that Karen? Yeah, Karen K. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Karen. Okay. Donna Carmella. G. Donna and Carmella. Roz G. I got, yeah, Roz, I got you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Thank you. It's okay. Anybody else? Okay, so what I have is Jim S., Roz G., Karen K., Donna, I didn't get the first initial of your last name, and Carmela G. So Jim S., you're up, followed by Roz G. Jim S., Compulsive Reader in Toledo, Ohio. Good morning. Um, these two lines are very special for me. Um, my attitude was very negative. I was a prisoner of my own mind, and uh, only through the help of my higher power am I now able to take one moment at a time and live according to his will and not my own. And uh, fear of people has been with me since I was really young. Um, I had an experience. <clears throat> that frightened me when I was five years old. And I stayed frightened uh, up until Sunday night this this year, and that's 75 years. I'm 80 years old. That was 75 years ago <clears throat> I was frightened. And um, I'm, not, I'm not afraid anymore. 
that's how my attitude has changed. Um, I'm looking forward to going through this day <clears throat> with the help of God, my higher power. And um, economic insecurity or the fear of economic insecurity doesn't bother me. I know I'm living on borrowed time, but um, one day at a time, I'm moving forward, and I have help now that I didn't have before. So these two lines are very precious for me, and I pass with that. Thank you. Thank you, Jim S. And Roz G., you're up, followed by Karen K. Good morning, everybody. Sorry for saying my name so many times. Um, I'm Roz. I'm a, a compulsive overeater in Palmdale, California. And um, when I was a kid, my mom used to tell me I had a bad attitude, man. And I just, I didn't understand what she meant. You know, she'd just tell me, you need to change your attitude. I didn't understand it. And uh, I didn't like the word attitude because my mom used to tell me that, you know, I had a bad one. Um, and my first, like, few weeks in the program, um, I, I got mad at my sponsor, and so I went to a, a meeting. This was regular OA a long, long time ago. And before my sponsor got there, I was sitting, I was standing in, in the meeting, you know, talking with some other lady and I'm like, and my sponsor, blah, blah, blah. And she said, look, sounds to me like you, you could use an attitude adjustment, <laughs> you know. And um, I, I learned, you know, I learned that I had a bad attitude and just a, a lousy outlook on life a lot. And I was in a, you know, I was in a very difficult alcoholic marriage and I was overweight and eating. I didn't, I didn't have a clue about these steps. And that I needed a whole spiritual change, a whole psychic change. No clue. Um, and it just took years and years of step work and then finally landing into the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and learning about my spiritual malady, learning about the, my attitude. And at time after time, work after work, um, you know, practicing this program, my my whole, it's so true. My outlook on life is so beautiful today. Of course, I have my regular resentments every day, but I do that nightly review and I do 10 steps every day and I see, oh, I'm resentful or, oh, oh I'm fearful. Do I really want to live like that? No. And and it says, you know, we. Div I ask God to divorce my thinking from all that stuff in the morning, every morning. I can look at the sun, and I can say, "Here comes the sun," like George Harrison did. And I can um, look at the, the beautiful, my beautiful vegetable garden. I can see my dogs wagging tails. And economic insecurity. I joined the I joined the money program. I've been in that program for 50, over 15 years, and it has grown me up as a woman. I have a savings account, I have a spending plan, I have a food plan, and a plan for life. And it's not always the way I want it to go, but I, it sure is a lot better than, than the way it used to be. I have a good life today, and I have 12 steps 
and God and, um, you know, my sponsors and all you people to thank for that. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Roz G. And Karen K., you're up, followed by Donna. Good morning. Uh, good morning, family. Uh, this is Karen K., recovered compulsive eater from Syracuse, New York, and my credit stone transfer. I'm really grateful that we're taking these promises one by one by one, because if I was brand, brand new, I wouldn't. You guys read this whole paragraph, all these promises? I'd be like, what? What's that? Man? That ain't, ain't going to happen for me. You know, it's a fear of people. You know, um, I don't have that as much as I used to. I remember um, when Zoom first got started in the way, and I did a 10-step with somebody on that, that workshop. And he goes, I know you know the answer. You care what other people think. Wow. Yeah, at that time I did, you know. And now it's like, you know, what does my God think of me? You know, it might be in the idea employee. It might be in the idea friend, the idea wife, the idea church member. You know, because as I do steps, you know, steps five, six, and seven, I start to discover what that idea Karen is. And when I'm that person, I get along with myself and those around me. And, you know, something funny just happened this morning. Like, for some reason, my call, my phone can't take calls, but I'm able to make them. Before, I'd be so afraid, and I would have to be on the phone with the phone company trying to figure out why it's happening. And you know what? I just dialed out, and I'll take care of that at some point today. And, uh, and with that, I'll pass. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you, Karen Kay. And Donna, you're up, if you'll tell us the first initial of your last name, followed by Carmela G. Hi, this is Donna G, as in Grateful, from Pennsylvania. Thank you for your service this morning. Um, yeah, I felt prompted to, to, to jump in here. Uh, <laughs> so ironic, is it? Well, is it ironic? Is it odd or is it God that um, our reading today was what it was? Um, I had my daughter had called me um, before our meeting and said, are you doing your prayers and your, your program stuff? <laughs> and I said, yes. And she said, um, well, I, I just, and she proceeded to, to tell me about a financial snafu she's in. And uh, I love her dearly. Um, but what's like looking in a mirror, right? Like uh, a lot of, a lot of chaos around um, finances and I lived that way for so long. And I had, I always tell people when I give my lead that I had financial terror, not financial insecurity. I had financial terror and I was a single mom and I was working as many jobs as I could. Like at one time, I think I had four to, to hold it all together is what the way I looked at it. But um, because of my, fear and terror around finances, I just was like, you know, like a dog chasing its tail. I just, I, I, I just never sat still enough to focus on my uh, source of power in life and, you know, and to allow that power to uh, have its way with me. And, um, you know, God just wasn't a part of the picture. I just thought I had to do it all alone. And um, 
it was, it was so much, I, and I never believed that promise. I said, I believe all the other promises, but that one will never come true for me. And it didn't for a while, but it, it has now. And it's, it's hard because I want to preach. I want to preach it my daughter and I want to, you know, make it, I get into that, you know, I did this and this is how you have to do it. And it wasn't, it, it truly wasn't me. Yes. Just like with food, I'm so glad for that reminder from the last speaker. Just like with food, I have to have a plan, but my ability to keep that plan and my ability to make better decisions with money and my ability to be a good steward and to, um, yeah, just to, to do what I think my higher power would have me do is not, that's not me. That's not me. And to have sanity um, in that area of my life is the probably the biggest miracle. And that's why I am muted because I wanted to share that. It's probably the biggest miracle of the program that and, and coming around with my mother and healing that relationship. Um, those two things for me were way bigger than the weight I lost. I, it's amazing. And no one could have ever convinced me of that. I feel like I'm at time and I'm not I'm not timing myself, so I'll pass. Yes, time. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Have a Perfect. great day. Perfect timing. Donna G., thank you. And Carmela G., please share with us. Thank you so much. Carmela G., gratefully recovered for today in New York. Um, when I was in disease, I couldn't get enough of anything. So I couldn't get enough of fear of financial, food, everything was fear. Fear that I was not going to ever have enough. And I was a woman of faith. I always believed in a God. But the reality is, today, I realize that I am not the powerhouse. I have no power. All I have to do is breathe, relax, and trust. Trust God and allow him to guide me and stop being Madam Full Charge in directing the world and everyone and everything in it. Just take my directions from my higher power. Ask him every morning and direct me. And I know because at this ripe old age of 77, I am trusting and I am generous. I have loved ones that are young and in college. I need to give them a little spending money. They work hard. And they say, you give us too much. No, I give what I can. And that is not just financial. That's emotional. That is everything, provided that we follow the principles, first God and then our fellows. And that is how I live my life and take my direction from my higher power. And that's really kind of simple. So keep it simple every day. And that's what I try to do. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carmela G. And we have um, some time left on the clock for anyone who would like to share on um, 
page 84, the sixth line from the top, our whole attitude, and it ends, economic security will leave us. Who else would like to share? Russ, Sam? Russ? Jessica S. from Ohio. Jessica? Leah S. Leah? Okay, that sounds like a good group. We'll go with that. Russ M., Jessica S., and Leah S. And Lauren N. Lauren, we'll see if we can get to you. Um, Russ N., you're up, followed by Jessica S. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for your service. Russ M., Recover Compulsive Overeater outside of Philly. Um, That economic insecurity will leave us gotten much better in my life since I've been living in, in, in the 12 steps and uh, you know there was times that uh, I'm sure others have felt this that it just you obsess over, over your financial situation you'll never get out and you know what maybe I don't ever uh, you know have all the riches and wealth of, of, of the world but you know that fear has dissipated that I can trust this God that got me free from destroying my life for all these years, that he can get me out of the food and I can trust and live this way of life, I don't have to live in fear. And guess what? Things are provided anyway. It just happens. You know, you, you forget. And that's where, you know, last night I had the, I had the right to gratitude this because I was, I was struggling with this a little bit, going over, like, what, what is truly happening? So that fear dissipates. Well, it has for me. I shouldn't be speaking for everybody. I'm sorry about that. It, it's it's dissipated, the fear of it. Now, you know, I'm struggling just like everybody else, working and paying the bills and getting getting things done like we have to. But I'm not living in fear anymore. It's it's definitely less by uh, just working the program, sponsoring someone else, uh, recover, 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 right? That's That's our cliche, but that's what it is. So thanks for letting me share. Appreciate it. Thank you, Russ M. And Jessica S., you're up, followed by Leah S. Yeah, hi, I'm Jessica S. from Ohio, um, a grateful, compulsive leader. Yeah, I felt really compelled to share on this. Um, you know, I feel paralyzed me um, before I came into the program. I mean, it was like when you talk to me, I basically kind of pretend like I didn't hear you. Or I was, or my heart was beating out of my chest if I had to say something, and I have, I have this, I have this promise, um, I have this promise. You know, I'm working in customer service, and I get, I get difficult, I get difficult customers. You know, but they don't scare me. You know, I mean, they scare me. I mean, not to the back. They don't scare me as much. You know, to think of a girl like me. You know, the with social anxiety and wonder who would never talk or say things that say things that she means because you know I was the I was the people pleaser or in our case a um, a manipulator because I would say what you would want me to say and not with the truth and you know to my customers the customers that I have sometimes I have to say hey I cannot do that or I don't know that. 
or what have you, or I don't, I would allow myself to make a mistake. And it was like, it, I didn't have that compassion for myself as well. So yes, I um, still have, still have, that's the has not leaving. I still am fearful and I still think about those people at the end of the day. But you know what? I'm grateful that I can speak my mind. You know, there's something in program where it says, mean what you say, but don't say it mean. And I go by that all the time. And as far as the um, fear of um, uh, financial insecurity, you know, my husband, he just got his job. He just got a new job yesterday. And I told him before, I said, we will find something. Because you know what? I was out of the job market, and it was largely because I was afraid of people. But you know what? God has found me something. God has found me a awesome staff that I can work with. And you know what? Everything works out. We, we didn't lose our home. You know, we had to do a budget. But you know what? It didn't leave us, you know. And I just had to share that. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica F. And Leah F., you're up, followed by Lauren N. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, who brought this meeting together and give service. Um, My name is Leah S., recovered and grateful in Brooklyn, New York. So my whole attitude on life and my outlook, well, you know, there's a certain way that I had always been and there's a certain way that I, I, I you know, um, well, I behave, right? And um, in coming into this program, I learned humility. And I also learned about trust in my God and my higher power. Ironically, the trust and, and, and that, that, that faith um, gave me courage. It's unbelievable. And then fear of people, yeah, certain people had that attitude. All of a sudden, I didn't look at them that way. And and I just said to myself, wow, we're all human beings. We all have our two hands and two feet. You know, we, we all have our brains. Each one of us have different uh, amounts of intelligence. But why why am I being intimidated? It's like... My whole attitude upon people and, yeah, economic insecurity. I think all of us have money issues. It doesn't make a difference. But, you know, the trust and the faith, and I go back to that in my higher power, that, you know, whatever it is, if it's something that you, God, don't want me to have, then you're definitely going to let me know it. And... um just help me accept that. <laughs> but um, it, but it really let off uh, a big part of that anxiety that I used to have, that, that outlook that I used to have, that attitude that I used to have. So, um, and we can always change for the, I, I can always change for the better more and more as each day goes by. And thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Leah S. And Lauren N., please share with us. Good morning, everyone. Lauren N. from New York, Compulsive Overeater Sugar Addict. Um, the, the sentence, um, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change, 
I'm doing the steps again, and I'm not in step nine, but boy, just coming right back into the program and throwing myself in is has changed my attitude over and over again. The fear of economic insecurity that I used to have before coming into this these rooms and that I used to have always in my life is totally gone from my life today. And that is just amazing. But the whole attitude and outlook on life is what, when I picked up, that attitude left. And when I got sober again, and I'm now on day 50, thank God, thank God, thank you all, I can say that attitude and outlook has so changed in just the 50 days. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I can't tell you how much this program has helped me. So thank you very much for letting me share. Thank you, Lauren N. And we still have time for a couple of more shares, two, maybe three. Anyone else like to share this morning? Stephanie R. Stephanie. Okay. Somebody K, tell me again. Alina. Alina K. Alina. Okay, let's go with Stephanie and Alina and we'll see how much time we have left. Stephanie R, you're up, followed by Alina K. Hi, this is Stephanie R from Missouri. Thank you so very much for letting me share. So very grateful to hear the shares and I, I never really thought so much about how much relief I have from economic insecurity, which I'm a fear-based person. It was the um, really a big aspect of my life. But the days that I spend in recovery, I am so relieved to know that I don't have to have that fear. It's my decision to live in fear or to live in the guidance of God. And I choose today to... Um, live with the guidance of God and, and be very grateful that I'm not constantly worried about what I'm eating or my money situation. I need to stay mindful and present and very, very aware that um, these decisions that I'm making, if I step back and surrender, God will take care of me. And what a relief, what a joy. And I have joy today because I'm able to say, that God has got in my life one day at a time. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie R. And Alina K., please share with us. Good morning. My name is Alina. I am a compulsive over and under leader, and apologize in advance for any background noise. My daughter is here. Um, good to be here and good to be on this meeting this morning. It's been a while, um, and I've I don't, I haven't, I don't think I've shared on this meeting, but um, I wanted to just share today because um, the the reading is so right for where I'm at right now, and um, it just reminds me of like the power of the program and my higher power. It's kind of spooky. I'm getting ready in the next um, couple months to start my own business, and um, it, it it's just the right timing and and everything like that. But um, but I. Uh, I definitely have been having some fear and of economic insecurity and 
um, you know, I think like anyone's kind of going into the unknown, but as I'm, you know, especially with the food, I noticed that when the fears come up, I've been abstinent for um, 11, almost 11 years, and I noticed that, um, like, when the fear was coming up yesterday, I just wanted to, like, eat to have some comfort, you know, and to have the food just, like, be there, you know, because it's like, I don't know what's going to happen, and, like, just that comfort, you know, and so what I'm hearing today, this is, <laughs> sorry, my daughter, um, what I'm hearing today is just, like, um, you know, that I, the fear of economic insecurity will leave us, and that, honestly, none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow. The only reason I can take a risk is because of the grace of this program, right, and my abstinence, and um, and I really only can do it one day at a time with the money, just like with food. You know, I can only take one day at a time with work, with the next step, um, you know, just like I, I do with the food. And, I'm, and, and I, I hope one day I will get to the same type of powerlessness with this fear that I did when it came to the food um, all those years ago. So thank you, and thank you for all your share. Thank you, Alina Kay. And we have time for one more two-minute share. Who's available? Janet in Massachusetts. Helen. Janet. I'm going to let Janet go ahead. And Helen, I hope you'll stay around for the second hour. Janet, please tell us the first initial of your last name. And you have Janet. two minutes. Janet F. When reading this um, sentence, it gave me hope coming in. And, and that, I believe, I believed in what I read. And most importantly today, I realized one, one paragraph, one sentence that says, when, when I really have, what I really have is a daily reprieval contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition. And that, in return, makes the promises come true. It's my spiritual condition that I take action on every day and that I pass. Thank you, Janet S. And Helen, do you want that last minute? Yes, I'm, I'll take anything I can get. I'm Helen, okay. the recovered compulsive overeater from Virginia. And um, I just thought when I came and programmed that these uh, promises were lofty words, and, and but since being here a while, I, I find that they, they have come true for me. But what I want to say about... Uh, fear of economic insecurity is that I've learned also that I can either have fear or faith. I can't have both. So if I'm leaning on my HP, that's when I get the help I need. And and I'd love that we break it down to sentence by sentence in this uh, meeting. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. And uh, with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Helen, and thank you to everyone who shared this morning. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, is 20,311. That's 20311. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And Katie G., will you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
KDG, star one, we can't hear you. Ramona A, are you still on the line? Maybe you can read page 164 in Katie Stead. Hi, uh, this is Ramona A. And page 164, I'll get it. Yeah, okay. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until 